And yeah, what if I tried something like this? You know, maybe a It's a little laid back. Maybe you want something a little heavier. Uh, well, probably not heavy, but you're now listening to. Guys, hello, hi, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for listening. How is it going? I'm okay. Thanks for asking in your mind how it was going, or maybe just assumed I would tell you. Hello. So, guys, things are getting pretty interactive around here. If you listened last week, you know that I asked at the very end, Pete and I asked you together, to give us advice, write in with your advice. You answer the question, hey? The question last week was, how can you come out better on the other side of a breakup? It was somewhat clumsily worded, but you get the idea, right? And I chatted to Pete Zedlacker, who is uh, going through a divorce. And, you know, shit got real. And it was, it was still quite funny. If you haven't listened, you should go ahead and listen to that. And you guys wrote in. I'm, I don't have time for everything, because... Um, well, or do I? Do I don't know. I don't. I guess the question is, do you guys have time? I guess the real thing is, I assume that we just don't have time for a five-hour podcast, right? But we'd write because we just gotta live our lives at some point. So I'll just read a few of these, um, and I'll and I'll get through them kind of quickly. Here's Cass. Cass with a K. She wrote in to say a bunch of stuff. Thank you so much, Cass. And I'm gonna I'm gonna skip to the meat. Skip to the meat. Is that a phrase that anyone ever says? Skip into the meat. Let's skip to the meat. Where are we going? We're skipping right to the meat. All right. She says, I think we're doomed to repeat past relationship issues until we learn what we're supposed to have learned from them. So try to hash that shit out with yourself. That's her, some of her advice. And she calls it advice for getting through a breakup, not getting over, because she says getting over doesn't really happen for her. The other thing she says is that I think drinking and rebounds are unhelpful. And then she says, at least I've never met a happy, dateable person drinking in a bar. Wait, that sounds too judgy. I've yet to meet someone happy and dateable drinking in a bar. Question mark? Cass, I like that you're open to it. I like that you don't want to judge people that are drinking in a bar. Maybe they're dateable. Maybe they're happy. You don't know. But you don't need to, you know, Cass, you're probably fine. Don't go there. That's not working for you. Um, here's some advice from Ken. This is also Ken with a K. Basically, if your name didn't start with a K... I didn't want to hear from you this week. That's not true. We're going to hear from Lauren in a second. But Ken, Ken gives us two answers and I appreciate it. He says, my serious answer is, I think a big part of getting over anything traumatic is to talk with someone you trust, a therapist or a close friend about how it makes you feel. What about a, what about a podcast full of listeners, Ken? Does that count? Then he said, that helps process the emotions. If you can cry or even better, scream cry. That really helps. Like a physical wound, it takes time. So just giving yourself time helps too. Tell yourself that this is a temporary situation and you will emerge on the other side. That is some sound advice, Ken. Thank you. But then Ken undermines it all with this. My comedy answer is how to not deal with it. Getting a facial tattoo to express your grief, getting a frontal lobotomy, taking ayahuasca with a, quote, shaman you met in McDonald's parking lot, or eating an entire turducken with no hands. Ken, those are all great ideas. And I love the detail of the no hands on the turducken, right? Just stick, just stick your face. Just get straight to the meat. Just get straight to the meat. Just stick your face straight in all the meat of a turducken. What is that? Chicken, duck, turkey? In all of the poultry. Just stick your face in it. 
Okay, guys. Uh, and then here's something from Lauren. This is Lauren with a Y. Hi, Lauren. I hope you're listening. We, you, whatever, Lauren, you know what's up. We had a, we had a deeper exchange than this. But, um, but I'll just read this because I thought it was real nice, real sweet. Um, Lauren says, I just listened to this week's podcast and felt compelled to write you. I'm not writing to give you my contribution on breakup advice, but I am writing to hopefully make you smile and help your heart feel a little lighter. Well, guess what, Lauren? It worked. So thanks. Um, and then she said, I just want to say how much I love the podcast and how happy you make me. Oh, Lauren, well, that made me very happy. And by extension, perhaps it made some of our listeners right now ha happy. Are you guys happy? What's going on, guys? Are you happy? I hope so. Oh, and let's just talk about what's happening this week now, guys, because this week, new topic, new thing. It's all happening. I spoke to Paul Aflalo. Do you know Paul Aflalo? You should, because I believe I mention him at the end of every podcast. He is the director. I really should have planned this out, Paul. He's the guy that runs the whole entire No More Radio podcast network that this very podcast is on. He's that guy. He taught. He sat down with me. He taught me how to edit the podcast over the course of like three meetings last year, he told me what equipment to buy. He's the reason that any of this is possible for us. Plus, he's just a rad dude. Plus, he's a director and a filmmaker and he's doing all of his own stuff. He is multi-talented and he's a, I'm going to just call him like a tech guy. He, he also runs his own podcast, Edge of the City. Whatever. Follow him on Twitter. His name's Paula Flalo and he's a buddy. You'll hear that. You'll hear that. And if you type in paulaflalo.com, to the internet. Why am I telling you how to use the internet? Why did I say if you type in paulaflalo.com? Guys, I spent most of the day in the car and I forgot how to speak to people. Um, basically this, paulaflalo.com, go there and then if you have, what is this, 16 minutes? Um, you can see this documentary he made. Guys, listen to this. Surfing the Waste, a musical documentary about dumpster diving. I'm sorry, What? That's right. You heard me. A musical documentary about dumpster diving. He made it. It's called Surfing the Waste. How cool is that? I think that's everything for the intro, you guys. We've done it. We're doing it. It's happening. I'm going to ask you at the end of this podcast as well to write in with your answers to this question. So listen for that because uh, we need you. This is all happening now, guys. It's, it's interactive. This is a two-way street. It's been a one-way street for too long. Okay. The question is, uh -huh. is it possible to reinvent yourself? Uh, Go. What do you think of flowers? Yeah. Good podcasts. <laughs> See you and next time. And we're done. We've uh, we're done. the podcast yeah, as a yes, no <laughs> That's right. question. Didn't they teach you in interview school not to ask yes or no <laughs> questions? You're supposed to leave them open and stuff. Uh, can you reinvent yourself? Can uh, you reinvent yourself? Sure. Uh, I one day want to reinvent myself into this nice mug. I don't know if it'll happen. But you know, can I just say that you gestured towards something that is not a mug? <laughs> I'm, very, I'm confused right now about what's going on. This is clearly a mug for okay. all of you listening right now, and Deanne is losing her mind. It's a shoe. <laughs> He's drinking out of a shoe. I like shoes; they're tasty. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. So you believe it is possible to reinvent yourself? Uh, listen, I yes and no. Maybe sure. Uh, I'm not one to believe in things. Uh, yeah, no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we have so much to dig into already. We've only just begun. Uh, this is like uh, a good friend of mine is convinced I'm an nihilist, and I'm like, why? He's like, because you don't believe in anything. And I'm like, all right, 
that I'm a nihilist. He's like, really? And I'm like, no. I've always pronounced it in my head like nihilist. Sure. No, I don't know. I, I need to I look believe, it up. Do you ever watch The Big Lebowski? Yeah, but I barely remember there's, it. Okay, there's a, there's a scene with nihilists. Like, we are nihilists, Lebowski. We believe in nothing. <laughs> okay, nihilists. <laughs> yeah, so I'm guessing it's nihilists. I need I to reinvent know. myself as someone who knows how to pronounce shit. Uh, listen, I screw up people's names on Edge of the City all the time. Like today, this guy had a last name, Tenveen. It's the easiest name in the world, and I still no, screw it up. No, it's not. No one's ever heard that name before in their lives. Tenveen. You know what, though? But I'm the one with the last name. That everyone screws up. Well, how do the people mess it up? A flaffafla. <laughs> it is amazing. Are you sure not just making fun of you? <laughs> no. Like teachers when I'm in elementary school, Paul, a flaffafla. <laughs> Paul falafel. Paul falafel. Um, uh, Why have I never noticed falafel before? Uh, that's the, um, that's one of the common. I used to call myself Paul a flower when I was a little kid, when I was a little mm. nothing. When I was like just a little bit after baby Paul. I, I don't even believe in baby Paul. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. You know. Oh my I god! Be- you believe in? You don't believe in? Poof! I'm gone. <laughs> you know I believe Hi. in baby Paul. I know you do. I believe in that guy the most. Oh, it's so adorable and things. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So people used to make fun of my name. I used to make. I didn't know how to pronounce my name. I, I don't know why. It's just like you look at it and it's like you just say it the way it's spelled. Exactly. Yeah. So I, that's why most people have names. Like Keith Waterfeld, even though yeah. he's Waterfield, I just like calling him Waterfeld. His girlfriend Lucy, her last name looks confusing, but if you just say it, it's normal. But if I screw it up all the time, I can't even remember what it is. It's right Letter now. Handler. Oh yeah. And I was like, Whoa, what's going on, Jan? <sighs> it's Lucy calling me, asking why I don't know how to mm. say her name. That's what's happening. Sorry, Lucy. Okay. Mm. Okay. There we go. Um, We're good. Internet and things. You'll edit this uh, part out. Yeah, there we go. Don't forget to edit this part out, Dan, when you're listening to this voice. <laughs> this is the recorder speaking to you. Um, so can you reinvent yourself? That's the real question, I guess. Yeah, I sure. I, I, I'm sure you can. The FBI and people have done it all the time with like, you know, people who have to go into like witness protection. So oh, hey, we, that's a great angle. So there you go. That's, that's like a reinvention of oneself. It's a reinvention of an identity, uh-huh. a certain superficial level identity. But right? like, you're talking, like, like people who get sex changes, they are, are they, they're doing a reinvention of one themselves, <sighs> of themselves or they're becoming the person they thought they yeah, originally were. Yeah, like are. in some ways. I feel but like- that's still like a reinvention of who you once were yeah like it, it, I, I don't want to say it's like it, I just want to say to our trans listeners and people that are very sensitive around those issues yeah. that it might it might be offensive to call it a reinvention I don't know it might I, be more it, like I like you said like a becoming who you yeah, are yeah you're becoming who you are like I don't yeah. think of it in the negative sense of a reinvention yeah. right I don't want like, and I think that's a big like we, we think we're such negative people uh, myself included, I can be such a pessimist. Uh, but it's just, but I, I think we take these, just like these ideas, like reinvention. That's such a bad thing. Why would you want to reinvent yourself? Sometimes you feel the need to. And I think yeah. in that situation, for sure. Have, so don't take that as like a bad thing as reinvention. Have you reinvented yourself? Uh, I, I, I don't know if I've reinvented myself, but I've definitely changed and evolved since like I would, like I can picture points in my life where I was different in the things I was doing. If that makes sense. Of course it makes sense. You're a yeah. human. We're all humans. We're all doing it. So man. we're all evolving. We're all evolving, things. one would hope, and changing, one would hope. But do you, there's never been a moment in your life where you've really thought, okay, I want to be more of this type of person or in whatever yeah, way? I think so. I, I, it's like, okay, elementary school, I was a quiet kid, didn't really say much. Uh, and then high school, I went to a completely different high school. Like I was like a, like I was a little Jewish kid growing up in Jerusalem. I just going like, I was like public school said, we have a space for you. I'm like, I'm out. Yeah. Uh, so I, I went to public high school. Hello motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> See ya. Uh, to the point where like, I didn't tell any of my friends in elementary school that I was going to go to a different high school. 
So when they called out my name, apparently the first day, and like everyone's like, where is he? Is he alive? Oh, really? Is he dead? I don't know if they thought that. I'm just thinking that would have been really funny. But uh, one of my friends is like, why weren't you in school today? Is everything okay? And I'm like, I was in school today. Just not that one. Uh, I don't know if I said it with such a wit and humor. Uh, probably not. I was like, I switched schools and things. Um, uh, and I did. And it was great. So you're because- a shady character that doesn't give regular <laughs> details of your life to your friends. <laughs> Do you want to reinvent yourself as a normal <laughs> human uh, with friendships and social interactions? Uh, who are you? <laughs> listen, uh, But did you make a listen, conscious Dean. effort to re... Oh, yeah. I got reinvented <laughs> You got reinvented today. I got reinvented at the Green Panther. We were yeah. out for dinner. I gave my name as Deanne. They called me out as Dean. Dean, your dinner's ready. Dean. And I didn't, I didn't mind, but when I came up and was clearly uh, on, the, on the spectrum mind, of female, they were they were like, oh, sorry, did we pronounce it correctly? Blah, blah, blah. I thought you were a little boy. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, can you reinvent yourself? I think you can. I think people will intentionally do it. Have I done it to myself? No, I think I've grown into who I am. Like if, if like elementary school Paul and high school Paul saw me today. Wait, hang on. There's no middle school? What are we... We don't have middle school in Quebec. You end at, what, eighth grade is elementary school ends? And, uh, elementary school ends at six and you start high school at seven. Really? Yeah, mind blown, isn't it? But then how many years of high school? Five years. And right. then you do this thing called Sage Up in Quebec. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, and then you have like that... Two years year. of college that most people take three years to finish. Okay. Uh, if you're an art student, nobody ever finishes on time. Uh, maybe you can sign students. Oh, sorry. No, just kidding. <laughs> I have to reinvent myself now <laughs> shit uh but yeah I, I don't know i don't know if i've reinvented myself i know i've become something that might be different in the, the eyes of people who have gotten to know me over years i think like i think people who know me now if they would have known me in high school wouldn't know they would be like who is that person i think i've changed and evolved yeah but i don't know if it's a reinvention but i think you can reinvent yourself that's an interesting thing that you're saying because yeah. i realize although i don't feel that i've changed so much or I guess I've evolved in whatever way, but mm. the fact that I do comedy now and that um, in some ways I'm seen to be quite, you know, outspoken yeah. or extroverted, not really the case, just faking it. But um, <laughs> you, you witty stand up comic, you. <laughs> but whatever all that stuff is, like my mom has said to me, mm-hmm. you know, like we would have never imagined that this is what you were going to end up doing. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I've gotten some feedback, I think, that mm-hmm. the kid I was is very different in some ways from the adult I am. Yeah, but I think that's, I think that's also. Listen, every parent, I think, has a vision for their kid, right? Like, you're, like my grandmother was like convinced, you're going to go to, you could do computer science. And uh, yes, you do that. And I'm like, I'm going to go into film school. And she's like, ha. Ah. Do you know what my grandma always said? Well, <laughs> this could be great. Just don't be a shit shoveler. <laughs> you don't need to shovel <laughs> shit for the rest of your life. life. I'm like, is that a real job that people do? Know. They shovel shit? It's uh, Maybe. Expectations were low in my house. I just had to not be a shit shoveler and not do dope. You should don't look at do dope. dope. Don't do dope. I was always like, don't, don't worry, grandma, I won't do dope. You could be like, no worry, grandma, I won't be a dope. Wait, no, 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 don't do dope. <laughs> you can be a dope. Uh, like, if you are a dude, question your grandmother about that and be like hey what is a shit shoveler and how much do they get paid no, and then just I leave just, it out there <laughs> like, I, I don't thing. know you know her i don't know her family came from ireland and then, she's born in 1909 i mean there might have been shit shovelers in the family there might there might have used to be a gigs. job stand behind the horse and shovel its shit maybe maybe that was a thing yeah i just they realized they can, i just like, told her not to worry that's what you got to do with grandparents yeah my grandmother was just very she's like i don't know i think she says she always used to say oh i i will support you in everything you do that's not even close to what my grandmother sounds I love it, by the way. I love this woman. Uh, 
uh, but uh, my mom is the one who's always been like, you could be a garbage person. If, as long as you're happy, that's fine. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I'm never going to become a garbage man. But thanks, mom. I really appreciate that. Uh, so like in that way, there's always been support in doing what I want to do. Uh, but I guess, and I don't know, but like reinventing myself, I don't know if I've reinvented myself, but I think you can reinvent yourself. Like imagine, like I could, I could essentially delete everything on the internet that I know about me that exists. Like well, Facebook. Well, that stuff. Yeah. Photo, but there's like stuff all of those things that, is, that, I, that you will never be able to delete. Uh, I'm trying to think of like things that I wouldn't have at, like my website, all my, like the videos I've done, all the stuff that we've done together video wise. Like I can get rid I of all of those because <laughs> I need to reinvent myself to end. <laughs> and then I go to a place I've never been to before. Where nobody knows who I am. Yeah. And then they can't even like, they can try and Google search me, but I'm not going to show up. I could become someone else. I could make that conscious. Just the choice, like just the choice. By the way, the choice is decision and choice mixed into one word. It's in the Oxford Dictionary in like five years. That have reinvented themselves as one. (laughs) One word. There you go. The choice. The choice. Um, Uh, But but I could make that decision. All that stuff is quite superficial. Like you're still going to be the same person. Are you you questioning my reinvention (laughs) of myself? No, I just think whatever. I'm out of here. Let me say Um, this. Let me say this. I attempted something. Dean attempted something similar in Dean's earlier years. Okay. I moved to Mexico. Okay. And it wasn't like, I'm moving to Mexico. I'm on the lamb, whatever. Although I met plenty of those types of people. <laughs> I'm shady, out of here, kids. Lots of shady characters in Puerto Vallarta. So what are you doing in Puerto but Vallarta? I robbed the bank. I remember doing this. <laughs> I moved. I was in my like, early 20s. Yeah. I, I moved to Mexico. Uh-huh. I remember I was doing um like a teach English as a second language program, meeting okay. all of my course mates for the first mm-hmm. time. We we're all going out to dinner. And I thought, <laughs> this is like kind of crazy in retrospect, yeah. but um, I'd kind of gotten into this rut with like the way that I dressed and the way that I presented myself and all this stuff when I lived in Baltimore. And I was like, Do you know what? Tonight, nobody knows me here. They don't know like what a huge flaming homo I am. I'm going to wear a dress. <laughs> I'm going to go out to this dinner and meet people and yeah. just i'm gonna be deanne this person not deanne with a string of girlfriends hold up Baltimore. do you have a photo of you in a dress <laughs> <laughs> listen podcasting I I universe lo- i used to be able to wear dresses and kind of pull it off but i can't anymore i'll tell you that i look like an uncomfortable five-year-old that you know <laughs> that's like going to communion i can't wear a dress hey now. so you want to work on a new web series together <laughs> <laughs> Is it called Deanne in a Dress? It is. Deanne in a Dress. It's going to be right after uh, we're done with Right in the Dick with Deanne Smith. We're going to do Deanne in a Dress. Are you going to tell those guys about it? Well, Should we put point. it to them? Well, at some point. All but right. we have. To, I think we can bring it to them at some point. Well, so yeah. we got to tell them now and then I'll get back to my story. But. So Deanne and I got drunk one night at a friend's birthday, I would add. Yes. Yeah. Shane Adams, Zach, you might Shane have heard Adam his podcast. Yeah, he's pretty sweet. He's a sweet Australian man. Uh, and then we were drunk and then I think I blurted out of nowhere. Because you guys were coming up with titles for things. And then I, I just. I think I pretended to punch Shane in the dick. Oh, and that's it. And then I yelled out. Because I don't oh. know how to say goodbye to people. And that's I'm right. comfortable with and then, That's right. And then I said, <laughs> oh my God, new web series idea, right in the dick with Deanne Smith. This is how we pictured it, guys. Yeah. Like a Vine series, right? Yeah. So there's a title, right in the six dick seconds. with Deanne Yeah, six seconds. Yeah, right in the dick with Deanne Smith. Then I run by, bam, right in the dick. Yeah. And then right in the dick with Deanne Smith. And then it just keeps looping and looping. I think it's a great idea. I think it is too. We okay. should do it. Stop talking about it. Start punching more people Keith in Waterfield, the dick. we're coming for you. Keith, <laughs> we you are episodes one through 20. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, we're going to cause amounts of pain. But yeah, so. Uh, Wait, no, yeah. I'm in the middle of a story. Okay, go on. Sorry. <laughs> 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 I, I just oh. shook my finger at you and then oh. you put your head down and went oh, oh. drink my water it's in the fine. corner it's totally thing. fine it was just this so I wear a dress 
that's the next one. And I wasn't super uncomfortable. Whatever. It was like a sundress mm-hmm. and it was Mexico. I could deal with it. It was purple. It was like, whatever. It's hard to explain. It was tie-dye. Listen, I don't have fashion sense. Anyway, so we go. <laughs> I really want to see you in this dress now. <laughs> As I recall, it was like a long, like sleeveless, kind uh-huh. of purpley tie-dye. This is like the early 2000s. This is great. This is maybe the year 2000. This is amazing. So I go out to dinner with everybody. Mm-hmm. And I'm not like overly trying to be straight. I won't even know how to do that. <laughs> but I'm thinking they don't know everything about me. Were they like, oh my God, I thought you were a little boy. <laughs> Why is that little boy wearing a dress? No, because I used to have hair that was like to my shoulders. Okay. I Whatever. And then so I went out to dinner and then I was, and then just within, I don't know, t- 10 minutes of being out to dinner, I'm mm-hmm. like hitting on this girl, Maggie. I'm telling everybody about my ex-girlfriend, Sarah. Like I can't, it's it was it. And I just realized, no, like I can't, I can't reinvent myself as someone that's say more on the bisexual spectrum or Mm -hmm. femme spectrum or whatever I was trying to do, whatever part of myself I was trying to get in touch with doesn't even really exist and does not want to be cultivated. And I was like, fine, I'm gonna let that go. But I remember kind of trying to reinvent myself. Was there any concern? Like you'd wake it really wasted and then wake up with a guy next to you the next morning. I slept with this guy called Jorge. (laughs) (laughs) But it was kind of hilarious. Yeah, so we met at a bar. And I was at that point, I was reattached to my lesbian identity because <laughs> yeah, I'd been hanging out with these guys for a few weeks. They mm. knew who I was. And then I met this guy who I had a bar and, and we we're like, oh, yeah, whatever. And I like drug him out to this parking lot and was making out with him there. And like, I can't make out with you in front of my friends because I'm a lesbian. And, <laughs> and then <laughs> left. And then like the next night walked by the bar and he was there again. And it was like the weirdest hookup ever where he was just like, hey, do you want to? And I was like, yes, but let's get out of this bar. <laughs> and then I went to his house. And, like it was probably super dangerous. We got in, I didn't even know this guy we got in a cab we went to his house and then i was like oh my god and it was like up this like dark mountain like it was it was super you're never scary. coming back no it was super scary and then i got out and i was like oh he has kittens he had like kittens running around his house i'm like he's probably not gonna kill me and if he has kittens that's yeah. a good bro so i attempted to reinvent myself maybe in that moment as well as someone that can have like random hookups with guys and then yeah. it happened and then i was like oh i gotta go High five. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Yeah. Uh, okay, listen. Like I, I, I've seen friends of mine who have reinvented themselves in different ways, but they always seem to come back to who they are. So I don't know if it's a reinvention, more of a they can come out in different ways of things. They were. like maybe they're too like. Listen, I was never an outspoken kid when I was in elementary school. That wasn't me, but in high school, that I did become that yeah. a little bit. So that was a little bit like I was a little bit. I was able to explore that because the people around me, that like in elementary school, who knew me, they weren't there anymore. They didn't exist in that world anymore. I was in a different place where I could do different things. So I think it's that that sort of nature of exploring and being able to do different things that you're interested in doing. So maybe it's not a complete reinvention, but I think it's an evolution of who you are. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's a cool thing. So can you reinvent yourself? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're saying no. I feel I'm like- feeling – you know what? I think that you can – but I think it's not necessarily the reinvention the way that we're thinking of it, right? I think it's a reinvention of – I think it's an evolution of who you are. And I don't think that everyone will get the opportunity to necessarily do that. And I think that's something that I think I – think, I think some people just don't need to. They might not need that like exploration of things they can do. But I think there is an interesting side to it that you can have fun with. Like, listen, there's sometimes I love doing this. There are sometimes I'll get into cabs, even in Montreal. And, and they don't, lie. And they don't know – 
anything about me. And they start talking to me and I just start telling them I'm from somewhere else. And I'm playing a completely different character. And I think it's great. I think it's a lot of fun. But is it a reinventing of myself? No, I'm playing. It's That's it. The funny thing would be if they come across me like a year later and they remember me. And I'm like, I wouldn't even remember a thing about who they are. But I I don't know. I think there's a – I think – yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to call it a reinvention. I think it's more of like an evolution. You can evolve beyond what you've done. Listen, I I, I can imagine that if I would have not gone, like I always think, there's these points in your life where you're at a, not a, yeah, you're at a crossroads. You can go this way, you can go that way, right? And it's oh, really I am so there right now. There right? you go. Uh, so you can go in those different directions. You can choose, and sometimes they really are sort of clear cut in that way. Yeah. It's not like you have like 15 different places to go. Like when you're a 12 year old kid and you finish elementary school, you're going to go to this high school that your parents want you to go to. You're going to go to the other high school. And I had this choice of like, continue on with Jew school or do I move off and go to public school and get away? Do they call it Jew school? I call it Jew school. (laughs) Do I want to go hang out with all the Montreal Jews? No, not necessarily. Uh, Do I want to go off and try different things? Yeah, I kind of did. And I was like, I'm out. So I remember, I remember this. It was the day before classes started. It was like the classes were starting on like a Thursday or something. And my mom got a call from Westmont High School saying there was a spot for me. It was on the waiting list. And then my mom asked me, point just straight. She goes, where would you want to go? Westmont High? Or do you want to go to like Bialik High School with all the rest of like the Montreal Jewish kids? And I'm yeah. like, Westmont High. Like it wasn't, it was just like I said Westmont High. And that was it. My mom called, said, yeah, my son will take the spot. And that was it. It was done. I don't even think she hung up the phone. I think I was right there. Like she just told him, yeah, not a problem. He'll be there tomorrow morning. But I think if you were going to reinvent yourself in a way where you can truly become someone else, like I mean like a reinvent, like a reincarnation of things, right? Like you're going to become someone new. I feel like you – you're very excited by this idea. I, yeah, I, like I you think wanna, it's like, You want to go to Europe and be on the lamb and be like. I would totally. What do would that. your new name be? What would? What did, oh, tell I don't me know if I. I think I would still keep Paul because I like my name. Yeah. And I don't think I'd like. It would take me a long time to get. Paul? People are gonna be like. What about like Paolo? People call me that, so it's the same. I guess I could go with that or you something. Should. I think if you're in Europe, you should go. With oh, Paolo. <laughs> I should go with Paolo. It's like that episode of The Simpsons Paolo. where like they put the Simpson family into like uh, they go to like they're we're gonna put you in witness protection and they change his name to Mr. Johnson or something. Like that. And they're like, hello, Mr. Johnson. Like there's like a, like a montage of these. And Homer's like, I think he's talking to you. You know, that's what would probably happen to me. That's a like, hey, George. Who the fuck is yelling at George? Yeah. George, I'm over here. The person could be right in front of me. I'm like, George, George. Oh, yeah, that's me now. I can Shit. see you as a George. No, I don't want to be a George. Paolo. Uh, maybe a Paolo, I guess. But if I were to reinvent myself, I would first I'd eliminate Paolo Flores. It's not even. It's <laughs> not even that, that different. That's not even that different. <laughs> I thought my last name was a flower, so Flores a flower. Sure, that works. Uh, but I, like, I would delete everything on the internet that like was Paula Flalo. Right. Gone. First of all, I love how you think that's even possible. It is. It's adorable. You, you want me to try? I do think that straight white do men want... are the last people to think that they have <laughs> privacy or control over their image. I think I could probably find a way to do that. And it's lovely. I, I think I could try. I think I could eliminate. It's like you think NSA doesn't exist or what's the Canadian version? I'm in Canada, okay. What's the Canadian version? Uh, CSIS? CSIS. CSIS? You listening, Cesus? Hi there, Cesus. <laughs> of course, they're listening. Uh, is it, but uh, I would do that. Like I would eliminate. You have a oh. video online that you produced with a baby with a dildo in its mouth. Don't think. <laughs> 
Don't think you don't have a 4,000 page file. Somewhere. <laughs> it's your own fault. It's, actually, it's that actually, was actually, yes, my that was well. my, I knew that was going to happen. It's, uh, my face uh, video. That's great. Oh, my, shit. Yeah, you're, you're on that video too. It's, it's not life made easy with Paula Fly. I'll just go in, I'll remove my name from that. Then I'll go on Facebook and delete my account. I'll go to Ello and delete that account too. Yeah, I got one of those. Uh, I'll go on Twitter and delete all that accounts as well. Just delete everything that would be me. Remove my bio from the No More Radio site. All of the things. Delete my Vimeo. Delete my YouTube. Yes, but is there all not like say just for laughs things that you're associated with or – Not the word. My name is present. No? Or no. interviews or anything? Interview. I can't delete my internet presence. No, no, because way. you're a famous comedian. I have I'm an internet nobody. presence. I have an internet presence, everyone. Yeah, I have an internet. I'm Dean. I'm I'm Dean Smith. <laughs> no, listen. I've got enough <laughs> mediocre reviews in Edinburgh that I wish I could, <laughs> that I wish I could delete. I've never been to Edinburgh. I'm going to go there. I'm going to become Scottish. I'm going to get the accent and everything. McDonald. <laughs> McDonald. <laughs> uh, but so, like, could you? Re- yeah. So, I think you can. If you really put the energy into reinventing yourself and getting rid of all, like, you like want to start a whole new life, I think it's possible. But I think the more realistic way is my my good friend Noah. He's one of my best friends from high school. Okay. Noah had a very particular way of acting with us when we were in high school. Like, geeky, nerdy, big guy who like pick up trucks and liked cars and like like things like that and like but loved Dungeons and Dragons and reading and fantasy and sci-fi. We would go see movies every week. And like like he was like like all those things, like Star Wars and like really nerdy things. But he also is really into the idea of fashion and like hip hop and R and B music, but he never really explored those things, right? Those are things he never let himself explore around us because he did it he feared judgment. He never I knew he had girlfriends when her in high school. He'd never let any of his friends meet the girlfriends because he was afraid of how we would judge them. And I know this. Then he moves to Holland after we finished Sejap. He went to Dawson, so did I. Moves to Holland and then is able to you essentially create a new version of Noah if he wanted to. This because no one there knows him. Yeah. So he can be like be he can embrace those things that he loves that he might not necessarily have felt he could. And then so I went to go visit him that first year where I spent like three weeks together and I saw him how he reinvented himself. And then this is where it becomes tricky, right? If you keep that same person and you don't like cut ties and try and reinvent yourself, you are essentially what ends up happening, you you're in letting those two worlds collide. So it would drive him a little nuts when I'd point out like some of his like when Noah was in high school. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Everybody was in high school. They were totally. But different. it's also, but it's. I think it's also. But he's managed to create a persona of himself that is not the persona that he we would portray to us. So he did, and in he made or he reinvented himself in Holland as still as Noah, but as the different type of Noah. Yeah. I think. Listen, if I really wanted to reinvent myself, I would yes, just. Yes, this is what this. Come on. If I, <laughs> this is what you're waiting for. Give me something. This is the meat. You have to wait <laughs> one more hour to find this out. If I really wanted to do it, I would just do it. I would just leave. I wouldn't tell anybody. If I was to re, if I, yeah, I feel like your just, definition of reinvention is killing myself is really extreme. Yeah. Like, like, okay, so like, would it be a reinvention of my? <laughs> listen, I just want to talk about our goals and dreams. <laughs> listen, You're like, if I'm going to kill my identity, uh, but that's what I imagine in my brain. Like, would I do that? But there's, listen, there's parts of me that would love to live in Europe, just as me, because I yeah. love it there, and I think it's a. Uh, 
I love Montreal. If I really wanted to do it, I would just do it. I would just leave. I wouldn't tell anybody. If I was to re, if I yeah, were, I feel like your definition of reinvention is killing myself. Is really off. extreme. Like, <laughs> like okay, so like, would it be a reinvention of my? <laughs> listen, I just want I, to talk about our goals and dreams. <laughs> You're like, yeah. if I'm going to kill my identity. Uh, but that's what I imagine in my brain. Like, would I do that? But there's, listen, there's parts of me that would love to live in Europe, just as me, because I yeah. love it there, and I think it's a. Uh, I love Montreal, but I fucking hate this city so many times, so much, so many times. I hate you so many times, Montreal. I hate you all the time, Montreal. No, you don't. I do. I really genuinely <laughs> do. I, I fucking hate you so much, you stupid city. You, uh, you e- love it. Except for your bagels and poutine and all the people that I love that are here. But I love Europe in a way that I would love to live there. Like, a, oh, I, I've made such some amazing. Listen, my, uh, my family that I'm close to, my extended family that I'm really close to, it's my dad's side. My dad. Uh, one of his older sisters. I'm really close to her and her kids and their kids. And they live in France. And that's every time I go there, it's just, I feel at home. Can I just tell you this? Yeah. I, I don't know if you hear me go, oh my gosh, when you're like, I love Europe. Yeah. Air Canada. I yeah. think we need to book. We need to book like within the next like five they hours. They have a sale, don't they? Amsterdam. Sana. $700 round trip, all in, taxes, everything. But we got to book within the next. Should we do it? Do you want to plan a trip? Do you want to go to Amsterdam for a week? Sure. When do you want to go? January. You want to go to Amsterdam in January? Maybe. I mean, I can only I can go like January or February. Okay. Should we do it? Do you want to go? <laughs> kind of. But is the weather horrible there in January? Like, what's it it's, like? It's it's you've been to have you been to Europe in January? It's better than here. Right? Oh yeah, there's it's not like it's not freezing minus forty. Yeah. It's rainy and windy. Hmm. But it's not like. But it's, we're not going to want to bike around. So no, much. we'll walk around though. Amsterdam is a small city. It's not very big. Yeah. Oh my god, are we doing this? Maybe. Anyway, I just want to put it out there. We uh, can reinvent not only ourselves in Amsterdam, but our friendship right now. Oh my as god. The type of friendship where we just fucking hey, are we going we can to go Amsterdam to France together? And have a, we can go to France and visit. You can meet my family. Oh my god. I want. <laughs> Hit now. Oh, oh here comes the real. Oh, reinvention. this is going to be so good. Pa- the real uh, reinvention is. Paolo, Paolo Flores. now has a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to crank up the femme side. Oh, Let me is, see if I can find oh, this that is purple so tie-dye sundress. Oh, yeah. Why are you wearing a sundress yeah, well, in January? It's the only dress I have. I, have. Um, um, I can you, grow my hair out. You could meet Noah from Until January. Oh, this is hilarious. I think we should do this. We should reinvent. Uh, okay, so listen. I always look at the reinvention of being the extreme side of things. Like that's a real, But that's what I think reinvention is. It's like that extreme. Okay. I don't look – like that thing of like oh i'd love to live in europe one day i think this is an evolution of who i am i don't see that as a reinvention of who i am well the way that you're posing it in terms of reinvention, i've also gone all over the place by saying that because i always said noah my friend noah yeah. Amsterdam, has reinvented himself but sort of come back to himself a little bit yeah. so maybe that's more of an evolution than a reinvention i don't know i think yeah we just need to get serious about the i think the world is here. just needs to be a giant transformer and this needs to yourself. reinvent himself become a cube and then reinvent it come back to like a circular thing that's not going to happen I, you know, I comedy is so much a part of my identity now, mm-hmm. and something that I do. That I was kind of thinking, no, I, I like, I can't reinvent myself. I don't reinvent myself. But when I think about it, when I started comedy, I think I really went on a whole different path. Yeah, and that was a sort of reinvention in a way because before that, I was just like a p- poet. Well, I just used to write quiet poems in my in my house. Were they funny poems? Yeah, no, not really. <laughs> I mean, they had a sense of humor, but. Well, I look at like, okay, so if I were looking at like reinventing myself and like, I, but again, I sort of see that as more of a, 
an evolution to who you are. Yeah. I think because I think it's you recognize those parts of who you once were, like that you were and then who you've become. Right? It's an evolution of who you are. I don't think it's an, a reinvention necessarily, right? So can you reinvent yourself? No. Uh, yeah, if you do <laughs> if you do the if you become Paulo Flores and you kill you're, off Paulo Flalo. You're always thinking about the witness protection. <laughs> I am really thinking of like the I like thinking extremes. I don't know yeah. what it is. I love extremes. And this stems from everything. Like I would love I don't believe in like radical people, like radical right wing Christians who like think abortion is bad and that lesbians should all be burnt at the stake and <laughs> gay people should not be allowed to have anal sex because God, that that's a sin. And I don't believe in any of that. I don't believe in like radical Islam that we should blow everyone up that doesn't believe in our thoughts. But I would love to talk to them and try to understand what they're thinking. But then they also realize it's brainwashing and maybe that's a reinvention of myself. Creepy. I don't want to be that Paula Flala. Wait, you mean if you sit down and talk to extremists, you may be brainwashed? Hey, listen, they're really good at this brainwashing thing, apparently. <laughs> I don't know. It's a horrible statement. Uh, no, it's, but it's plausible. I don't know. But I, I'm always, I like extremes. I love those extremes. Uh, a good friend of mine tried to convince me that I'm a Scorpio. And I think if she listens to this, she's going to be like, he's totally fucking Scorpio. What are you, Scorpio. on a scup? I'm on the cusp. I'm, the, I'm, on, the, like, on, the, I'm, on, the, I'm on the scups of... What are you, uh, I'm October 23rd. So I'm the cusp of Libra and Scorpio. So I'm, I, like, I like to call myself a polite asshole. What, at what time of <laughs> night were you born? I'm sorry. I'm um, day. I was born at 940 okay. in the morning. Because I'm on the cusp of Cancer and Leo. Okay. I call myself a Cleo. I like that. But people who are deeply Libra into Scorpio? astrology no, have told me that because I was born at 611 p.m. Blah, on the blah. eastern whatever i'm actually a leo listen if you want she printed out my astrological thing from yeah. the internet it's from cafeastrology.com so i'm not really is that a real thing i don't know she says it is yeah but she was convinced i'm a scorpio i think it's a i think if i think it's real in as much as you believe in it right if there are people that say okay guess, these character yeah. traits oh my god i'm totally a scorpio i'm all these things and then identify with those parts of themselves and amp up those parts of themselves mm -hmm. then they they become that right oh i think so i think that you that uh, is that a reinvention of yourself i think that's uh, you believing that you are that and then you end up being that yeah i think like it's almost like one of those things i was before we met up i met up with my friend josh who's one of those people he's a talented filmmaker he's a very good writer and he's a good director he's horrible with technical stuff and he'll be the first to admit it and he was telling me that it's like he was put in a place where he's like, should I go in that like financially stable life and get a full-time job and do like the wife, the house, the two dog, the two kids and the dog or two dogs and a kid, whatever, whatever makes you happy. Or do I really pursue my passions and do like filmmaking and like really do that? And he's now pushed himself and now he's in part of some competition. That's really good. It's a good, it's a good acclamation to have. It's good for him. How old is this kid? He's 20. I don't know how old Josh is. He must be like 26, 27. Whatever. He can still have the wife and kids and the nonsense. But that's exactly it. But it's, I think there's, I think there's an element element to the idea of that you can push yourself into something and you can do that yeah, you listen can. you really think you totally I, dismiss josh's issues right yeah, now i'm like whatever, whatever josh. josh but like you really think high school paul or even seja paul or beginning university paul would be like oh my like if i met them and be like hey by the way you're actually going to work on films one's going to get into the most prestigious documentary film festival in the world you're going to meet this amazing stand-up comedian and make these ridiculous videos and a music video i might add and then you're going to run a podcast network and host radio and actually host professional radio at the same time. You're going to do that. 
like beginning university Paul when he was like 21 would look at me and go go fuck yourself you're full of shit I'm gonna go back to that boring ass beginning that's university Paul was a, such a downer a dick He's and then such... I run by bam yeah, right dick, dick. <laughs> young so, Paul horrible horrible little kid little bastard <laughs> little shit uh, but like it's in that it's in that notion I think it's come that comes from my grandparents more than anything you must have a living you must make lots of money and things uh, my, my grandmother became something I don't know what there uh, but in, in that sense like you have to have that so I've always had that mentality of being like secure financially in life now i've just gone the complete reverse i'm like i don't have a full-time job i do contracts and then i see i'm trying to aim for it now i'm trying to become securely look at you going to the banks and securely financially i can't even say the phrase right i bought you a lock congratulations (laughs) but you can put it in your safety deposit box things i was most excited about was like the candy that i would put that's a great idea i think it's fantastic it's gonna go bad all right i think we're gonna have to wrap it up okay so i leave you again with the questions but i believe i think we've asked six times during the podcast oh, Paul can you reinvent yourself yes you can reinvent yourself <laughs> <laughs> you're like no I keep asking you just it. keep saying yes yeah I'm gonna keep on saying yes and I'm gonna go on that statement of that if you can reinvent yourself and you can do it in a way you can do it in my extreme like you kill off the old person <laughs> way of doing things which is a little tragic but I think you can also do it in a way where let's say if I were to let's say, you, wait you know hang what? on listeners winter's coming I don't know where you are in the world don't actually kill yourself <laughs> don't, don't do it that's a very bad idea you need to do it reach out to me send me a text 438-822-3326 do you just give away your phone number I've done it before they're nice people they're fine that's good you can't have my phone number you can email me go to the nomoradio.com and go the form and you can fill it out and get in touch with me uh or you can find me on facebook i might respond uh but yeah yes you can reinvent yourself but i think even like your situation you, oh you know what this is perfect your podcast's not over i'm taking it okay, over take it over take it okay over. so you're in australia you do comedy there yes how is comedy doing how is it for you being a comedian in australia <laughs> versus being a comedian here in montreal let me say this everyone thinks i'm super famous in australia Listen, that's, I asked that's you. what you're angling for right i'm now, not right? angling like, for you to, first of all i'm super famous in australia you are Listen, I asked you, do you remember our first encounter? Like, we sat down and we talked about the Life Made Easy series, went to yeah. Resonance, and I asked you, I'm like, Dan, can I ask you a question? And you said, yeah. Are you famous in Australia? What did you I go, say? Oh, you're like, no, I'm not really famous in Australia. I'm like, listen, when you're at, a, like, a cafe in Australia, <laughs> will people stop you and be like, hey, that's Deanne Smith? And you're like, yeah, that happens. <laughs> you're famous in Australia. It happens sometimes. And then your response was, well, when you get on television in Australia, you become a bit of a name. <laughs> And that's what happens. <laughs> Your impression of me is I'm Deanne. <laughs> that was um, the nicest impression of you I've ever done. No, but absolutely. If you've just had something come out on TV, then like for the next five days, people are stopping you and going, hey. Well, I'm just saying. I just poured water for Which myself. is a surreal experience to have into people a jar, come up to you and say, are you you? Yeah. Are you are you Dan Smith? Are you like, you? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm actually a boy. My name's Dean. So Dean, <laughs> Dean, Dean, Dean you did talk about pouring water. I And I talked right over you with, with, with which... I Did you hear what I said, though? I know. You said you weren't peeing in a jar. There and I go. just want our listeners to know he was peeing in a jar. <laughs> <laughs> I have recordings, Dan. It's a weird thing that he does when we're podcasting <laughs> at his house. And I just... He yeah, said, listen, listen, if we're going to do it in my house, my rules. My rules. I'm naked. I'm comfortable. He's <laughs> been naked the whole time, the you guys, which time. is why I keep, Dan's been staring at my keep testicles. trying to keep my eyes up and ask the question <laughs> over and over and over again. Up Can here, you reinvent Dan. yourself? Up here, Dan. No. Up here. Uh, okay, so listen, we'll come back to it. So in that sense, you are technically a different – you're not a different person, but you are a different variation of yourself. Perhaps. So there you go. You're famous, Dan. Here you're not famous, Dan. <laughs> this i hate this podcast <laughs> <laughs> listen 
it, okay? This is what happens. Uh, <laughs> this is why I can never do stand-up comedy. Like the ridiculous things that I say make me teary-eyed and laugh. That I'm gonna laugh for like five minutes, and people are gonna be like, "Come back to it." I'm like, ten minutes later, I'm gonna start laughing about it again. Yeah. Uh, okay, but yes, can you reinvent yourself? Yes, you can do the extreme of like killing off your old self and like <laughs> doing like witness protection <laughs> and reinventing yourself. That's a let's don't do that if you're depressed about life. Um, things can get better and stuff. Go go seek help or something. Um, and I mean that sincerely. Actually, go see a shrink. No, you don't. They're he great. doesn't. I do. I'm such a good person. <laughs> I'm such a oh man. Uh, but yeah, I think you, there are the extremes of that, and I think you can reinvent yourself as who you are, e- even if it's as simple as going to a different city where no one knows you, and then you can bring it brings out those elements of other parts of who you are that you've never thought you could explore in your hometown because you're worried about being judged about those things. And they can be small things. It doesn't have to be a huge, big, life-changing thing. But I think that is a kind of reinvention and evolution. I have contradicted myself so much in this podcast. And we haven't even been drinking. I'm going to drink my pee now. (laughs) 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 Why do I have to ruin everything, Paul? He's drinking his pee. It's so gross. <laughs> have a sip. You want to have a sip? I was going to say that I I think there are really core parts of myself that are static. I don't see myself reinventing myself in any city. Or maybe I just don't care what people think. I don't necessarily feel held back by other people's ideas of me. I don't even know what other people's ideas of me are. So um, I don't really feel the need to live up to them. D- uh-huh. As far as I know. Well, that's a good that's a good thing because I think there's a lot of people out there who feel the need to live up to the ideals of the people around them. I think I don't want to reinvent myself. That that's would be what one I of those discovered. Things. At the yeah. end of this conversation, I discovered I don't want to reinvent myself. The end of this conversation, I am I've confused myself even more than I've been confused before. No, I don't think I would want to reinvent myself, but I do want to evolve myself in what I'm doing. Listen, this is the cleanest my apartment has been in life. Your apartment looks amazing. I know this is a shock to it's most. It's gonna be people. a lot less clean after I move in. That's fine. Which I'm angling to do. Because yeah, I she's love gonna this totally place. move into my house. I love this she's place. gonna take my place, and I'm never. <laughs> I'm gonna get kicked out of my king size bed. Plus, it's so. almost like you have two bathrooms. Where, be, because you always pee in jars. I do. So we're going to be fine. Mm-mm-mm. Reinventing ourselves as uh, a couple, the, then we'll, we're going to Paris. <laughs> meet my family. This is da- this is Dean. I'm Dean. Uh, yeah, I'll introduce you as my boyfriend. This is great. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and we're going to completely this. reinvent yourself. This is perfect. Uh, but yeah, so like if I were to reinvent myself, how I would evolve myself, I'd like to push myself into doing more, like more bigger things. So like working on, I love making films. Uh, and I think there's a certain fearful side of that in me. Like it's like it's, I, like I, I I I might scare away from doing bigger projects because I'm like, how do I do that? Where am I going to get the money to do those? Talk about this. I'm going to find a quote for you, but keep talking. Okay, so like I would push myself into do something bigger. So work on bigger projects. Um, no more radio has been a project we've been working on for almost two years. It's going to be two years at the end of November this year. Uh, 2014 for you, those of you listening in the far distant future. Um, so like what I like I want to set specific goals for what we're doing with No More Radio and sort of see where we can make that grow into something like how that can evolve and grow into something else and maybe not reinvent itself but grow into something bigger and different. Here's so the, the quote I was looking for go. for you. This is from Caroline Miss or Mice or whatever M Y S S. This came from someone that I follow on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Always go with the choice that scares you the most because that's the one that's going to require the most from you. Interesting. I like that. Okay. But yeah, so like in that essence of it, I think those like – if I look at like evolution of Paula Flalo is the growth of Paula Flalo and what I'd like to do. I would love to live outside of Montreal for the ne- for a good portion of my life, whether it's the next portion of my life. But that's a very – that scares me in a way that it's like 
it's not necessarily reinventing myself, but it's also it's rebuilding myself in a different world. And I think that's the challenge more than yeah. anything. So there yeah, you go. That is the challenge. Maybe the question should have been, can you rebuild yourself? I'm like Lego. Yeah. Totally <laughs> okay, done. Put Easy. Oh, settled. Done. <laughs> Thanks for being a part of things. Yeah. Thanks for letting us use your equipment. No problem. You're the greatest. Thanks for having your podcast on my network. And please put your clothes back on. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> We're not quite done, buddies. We're not quite done. We're going to learn a thing. We are going to learn a thing with Paul Aflalo. We didn't really do a theme song, me and Paul. We did it. We did it. We played it out. Do you need a theme song to get into learn a thing? Um, learn a thing. Learn a thing. Now we're going to learn a thing. Learn a thing. Paula Flalo, what are you going to teach us? Okay, so uh, a lot of my friends know this. Deanne knows this. She's never tried it, though, because she can't because she's a vegan and things. Okay, let's but, cut to the chase here. Okay, I make a really amazing <laughs> tasty lasagna. It's so good. Uh, you have said, though, you would try it out of willingness to try my lasagna. Uh, yeah, I'd have a bite of your lasagna. Yeah, you bet you would. <laughs> <laughs> to reinvent myself when i end up in hell um yeah so i make a really good lasagna now i'm not going to give you the recipe for my really good lasagna because nobody gets that except for me but i'm going to tell you this and then i tell you where the recipe stems from uh years ago when i thought it would be a good idea to go see a doctor he was like you're fat and i was like no (laughs) what do you mean i'm fat Oh, and he told me he, like I need to lose weight and eat healthy. So he gave me he gave me a list of books that I should buy. One of them is lingering around here somewhere. I can't see it, but uh, one oh, of I know is, this one. Like dad, that's cooking? the one. Okay, there's Where the dad's it? cooking, which has like it's it's somewhere. I, I must have put it somewhere, but it's around my apartment. Deanne's looking for it. Okay, here we go. This is amazing. Thank you, Deanne. Anyways, don't care about that one. We care about the health book he told me to buy. Okay. It's called Lighthearted at Home, the very, ba- very best of Anne Lindsay. And it has like the Heart and Stroke Foundation seal on it. So like this is all healthy. So I was like – I sifted through. I'm like I'm going to make healthy food. And then I found a lasagna recipe. I'm like, you know what I've always wanted? I love lasagna. I'm going to make a lasagna. So I took their recipe and I looked at it and read it. I'm like – there's way too much not tasty things in this recipe. So you just like quadrupled the cheese? I, I I took the recipe and it has like, use cottage cheese. No, you use ricotta. Uh, like So I basically made it like, I took this recipe that's supposed to be like healthy and good for you and made it into this the most debaucherously unhealthy lasagna in the entire world. So my lesson for everyone out there is... Any health like cookbook that you get, yeah. you can take it and make it tasty, but it might not necessarily be very good for you health-wise. But it's going to be so tasty. So if you want to make a kick-ass lasagna, get the book Lighthearted at Home. Yeah. Check out its lasagna recipe. And then don't actually listen to the recipe. Everything healthy substitute for something unhealthy. Yeah. So the the, the uh, this I'm essentially giving away the recipe, but it's fine. So like the cheese count, they're like, use a cup of like, like light-hearted mozzarella. First off, you don't buy like light mozzarella anything. You buy the full-blown mozzarella. And you don't use like half a cup. You use like 15 cups because cheese is the best thing in the world. Sorry, Deanne. Okay. So what are we learning? We've learned. Yeah. Learn a thing with Paula Flalo. Mm-hmm. Just make shit unhealthy. It's better. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, it's exactly what I'm trying to tell you right now. This is now. how to hack life and make this life. This is how to hack. Like, you take the healthy cookbooks, and then you'll be like, I used my healthy cookbook, but in a, it didn't make it healthy. Okay, cool. I don't know how to end this segment yet. Um, and now we learned a thing. And now you learned something new. Yes, I went. Ah, I lost my breath. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
that was Paula Flalo and me giggling. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. Thank you for being here. We had a good time. So, hey, how about this? If you want to get involved, and of course you do, get involved, make it happen, paint a fence. Remember the old outro, guys. Um, if you want to get involved, write to Deanne, that's my name, at nomoreradio.com and answer any of these questions for next week. I want to know, one, is it possible to reinvent yourself? Two, have you reinvented yourself? As what? How? Or three, who or what would you like to reinvent yourself into or as or some other preposition that makes grammatical sense there right in let me know let's talk about reinvention shall we i think we shall thanks for hanging out guys <laughs>